0: All right, let's turn the word of God to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And we'll read the first 14 verses. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And 1 Corinthians 10, verse 1 says, Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. And we all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. What an amazing statement. But when many of them, but with many of them, God was not well pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now, these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Neither be ye idolaters as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day three and 20,000. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted. <laughs> Isn't that a just amazing statement? It's talking about Old Testament stuff. It talks about Christ following them. It talks about them tempting Christ. That's amazing. And some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now all these things happen to them for our ensamples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, let them that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from adultery. All right, First Corinthians 10, 1 through 14, and let us pray again. Heavenly Father, again, Lord, we thank you for your uh, grace, and Lord, again, uh, prayer requests that have already been mentioned, many physical needs. Lord, we just ask again that you touch uh, there and help those. Again, we think of spiritual needs tonight. Maybe somebody here listening needs to be saved, needs some encouragement, needs some wisdom, needs some guidance about a particular manner. Or uh, Lord, our our young people, uh, Lord, as they're uh, working their way through school and jobs and uh, again, new things in life, Lord, please, Uh, Help one protect our young people. Lord, as uh, was just so wonderfully sung, dear God, seal their hearts. Protect their hearts, dear God, uh, from the things of this world. And uh, dear God, that their desire would ever be towards you. Again, we thank you for each one that's uh, faithful to be here, faithful to listen. And again, help us to grow through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. You know I. Again, I often uh, think about the, the, the young people. Uh, of course, I think about my children, grandchildren. I think about your children and the children here and the grandchildren. And, and you know, uh, we were joking about the prime of life, you know, spiritually this morning. And, uh, of course, we always want to feel like we're in the prime of life. But, uh, you know, uh, listen, I'm looking forward to moving forward. Amen. Uh, I, like I said, I want to feel 22, but don't want to be 22. Again, just want to want to feel that way. But as we look at the verses in here, and of course, these apply to all of us. But again, I think about our young people and uh, look again at uh, verse uh, 13. Verse 13 here again says there hath no temptation taken you. Right. And we see the word temptation. So uh, I want to talk about that again tonight. And it says this temptation, again, is one of the most familiar experiences. Right. uh, That a child of God faces. Now, sometimes we might think that we might uh, be tempted more uh, than others, but it's something we all face, as we'll see here again in this verse. And no one can escape it. You know, the first Adam, the first man had to deal with it, and the last Adam did, as we'll see. And, of course, uh, we do. And, man, I I tell you, of course, we've all faced faced the same temptations, but, man, I, I can't imagine uh, the young people, right, uh, the things that they uh, uh, face face today. So uh, some people are greatly uh, troubled because they're tempted and they think, man, you know, a lot of times when we get temptations, we think we're the only one dealing with that thing. And boy, the devil slip on our head and just tell us how, how wicked and vile we are. And man, God wouldn't uh, use you. And man, you're not going to be yet. Listen, everybody's facing the same things. And the devil will take those things when we're facing them and try to beat us down and tell us that we can't be uh, used of God. But listen, again, as this verse says, we're all facing the same thing. But we need to learn, as the the song says, yield not to temptation for yielding a sin, but each victory will help you some other to win. So we can have (coughs) that victory Again, we can't stop the evil thoughts from passing through our mind, but we can just keep them. We can just keep them uh, moving, like that, like that policeman directing traffic. Right, keep it moving, keep it moving. That's what we need to say when temptation comes our way, when those thoughts comes our way, when those desires. Just say, keep it, uh, keep it moving. James 1.12 says this: Blessed is the man that endures temptation. Right. We need to resist it and become victors and thank God that we can claim the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you claim the blood of Christ uh, in your prayers. I hope you claim the blood of Christ uh, when you're facing things. But uh, uh, notice again, uh, uh, look at first Corinthians beginning in verse 11, verse 11. Now, it gave the examples of uh, the people in the wilderness and it says this in verse 11. Now, all these things happen unto them for our in samples, in samples, right? Example, in sample. Now, that usually you think of an example like Christ is our example. He's one that we should imitate. He's our pattern. Well, the example here is. You know, this is a pattern not to be imitated, but in this case, not to be imitated. Right. they are an example unto us, but of what not to do, not what to do. Look at verse six. It says again, these things were our examples to the intent. What we should not. Right. These are telling us not uh, what to do and how not uh, they handle things the wrong way. And of course, the Bible wants to teach us to handle things the right way. So again, verse 11, now all these things happen to them for our example. Look at them and say, oh, they did it wrong. I don't want to I don't want to do what they did. I remember the uh, uh, brother Munson when he gives his testimony. Right. He says, man, I learned a, a lot of good things from my brother, a lot of things, not what to do. He said, I saw my brother. He went out and smoked and I saw what dad did to him. And I said, oh, I don't want dad to do that to me. I'm not going to do what my brother did he said, brother, do something else. He said, oh, my brother's setting a good example for me of what not to do. Right. And so uh, these people set a good example for us what not to do. And it says, and they are written for our our admonition. That means our reproof, which leads to correct behavior. So we say, hey, that's incorrect behavior. So, hey, this is correct behavior. And that's what we want. Amen. We want to have correct behavior. We want to teach our kids to have correct behavior. That's why it says in verse 12, wherefore. Right now, look at these people. These are supposed to be the people of God, but they made a lot of mistakes. So look at their example and uh, learn from them. Right. Listen, uh, uh, kids, you don't again, you don't have to do things, as I always emphasize, right? You, uh, you don't have to get into that. And so by looking at the example here in the Word of God, it says in verse 12, wherefore, right? Realizing that if it could happen to them, let him that thinketh he stand, take heed lest he fall. Listen, uh, it doesn't that, that matter uh, how, how spiritual you think you are or whatever, as we'll see examples in the Word of God, any of us could fall, any of us could make any mistake. Uh, that anybody else has made out there. Wherefore, let him that standeth, thinketh that he standeth, take heed lest he fall. So use that as an example. And again, in verse 13, it says here, Therefore hath no temptation taken you, but what? Such as is common to man. No, we talked about that common salvation. Well, thank God we all have a common salvation, but we all sh- so also share common problems, common issues, common temptations. In other words, we're all we're all we're all the same, whether we like to admit it or not. But thank God again. This verse goes on to say, "But God is faithful." Amen. God is faithful. I just want to say one more time: God is faithful, right? Who will not suffer you to be tempted above you're able but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye also may be able to bear it. So uh, talking a little bit about this again, uh, remind, remind us that temptation is is not of God. James 1.13, let no man say when he is tempted, that is to do wrong, I'm tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man, that is to do wrong. Now we know that he tests man. Of course, uh, Job, uh, God gave uh, Satan uh, some permission to do some things in Job's life uh, to test him. And of course, uh, we don't understand all that, but we trust God with it. We trust God with that. But of course, we know Satan is the tempter. And again, he's the one that tempted Christ. Matthew 4.1, right? After Jesus' baptism, it says this in Matthew 4.1, Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And thank God that he was, of course, he was God, but also he was filled with the Spirit before he entered. And so we know he knew what was going to happen in that wilderness. And we need to know that when we step out that door, right, we're going to face temptations uh, on a daily basis. And so just like he was led of the Spirit into the wilderness, we need to say, Lord, lead me. Spirit, lead me uh, as I go throughout my day. Holy Spirit, fill me and guide me and control me, my mind, uh, my will, uh, my action, uh, my reaction and my decision making uh, throughout the day because he will be there to tempt us. And of course, not only do we have the Satan, but we have the flesh. James 1, 14. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away of what? His own lust, and entice. Boy, That again, that old nature, that old heart, right? Boy, the, the, the world tries to slip in through that eye gate and that ear gate and get in uh, to that that heart. And so a lot of times we pray, Lord, every day, Lord, protect me from my own heart. I got to pray that. Not only protect me from what Satan would do, but protect me even from the desires of my own heart. Uh, 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 that, uh, Lord, I wouldn't give in. And of course, uh, the main areas that were tempted, First John teaches us, of course, we know the lust of the flesh, right? As that talks about there, the lust of uh, uh, the the eyes, And right? You know, David, what did he do? Before he fell into that sin, he went up there and he saw, right? He's a good example, a bad example there of what happens. And then, of course, the pride of life. I mean, I don't know about you, but aren't you amazed how pride still uh, slips into our uh, uh, life? I'm amazed uh, 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 sometimes how I have to get on to my own self about those things. And so we need to be uh, weary of uh, Satan's temptation. We need to be cautious of even the desires of our own heart. And then, of course, we know we're often thankful that God brings people into our life. Again, I'm thankful for the people God has brought into my life. But remember this, young people, not only is God wanting to bring people into your life, Satan is trying to slip people into your life, right? Satan's got people, right? God has some people that he wants you to meet. Aren't you glad about that? But you know what? Satan, young people, has some people that he wants you to meet too. Satan has people that he wants to slip into your life uh, uh, to tempt you. Proverbs 1.10 says this, "'My son and daughter,' right? "'If sinners entice thee, consent thou not.'" listen. Uh, uh, the the same heart the in a young man is in a young woman and I remember one time uh, preaching on the preaching on the street uh, was it Sevierville somewhere in somewhere in Tennessee and we were out there preaching them young people were cruising the Ave or whatever they called it you know then you know driving around and uh, I remember standing there and these these young three girls pulled up in a pickup truck. And I started talking to them and I said, you young ladies, I said, God has something for you. He wants to use you. And you're out here looking for some young man to mess up your life and destroy your life. Did you say that? Yes, I said that, because that's exactly what they were doing. And I said, I said, I said, boys are sorry. Actually, I said something more a little detail, but I won't say it here. But I did say it on the street. I was a little bit more straightforward uh, to them. And they said, you're right. And I said, you know what? Girls are, too. They're like, oh. You know, they'd expect that. They didn't mind when I said it about the boys, but I said, you know what? Girls are too. Hate to admit it, right? But it, as far as your heart, girls, uh, boys and girls, amen, they both have that wicked heart. And so you gotta, you gotta uh, be careful. Proverbs 110, again, my son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. So you need to uh, uh, be careful and say, okay, God, I met somebody today but is this somebody you brought into my life or is it somebody Satan is trying to slip into my life? I don't care how uh, charismatic. Remember, uh, uh, sometimes, uh, if you will, Satan can be the the person, can be the nicest person uh, in the room, the person that Satan is trying to uh, slip in. Remember, and not had a friend, right? Quote, unquote, a friend. Matthew 16, 22. Turn over to Matthew 16. I always think this is uh, Interesting. We know uh, Matthew 16 is where Jesus says, Whom whom do men say that I am? And, of course, they give their different answers. And then and he says, Who do you say that I am? And, of course, uh, Peter gives the right answer. You know, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Right. And then Jesus says this in verse 17 to Matthew. And Jesus says, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah. Boy. Man, he got a pat on the back in front of the other disciples, and boy, you know what happened? He got a pat on the back, and it looks like it went straight to his head, didn't it? Yep. He said, blessed art thou, because look down just a few verses, right? Uh, Right one moment, the Lord's patting him on the back, and then look at verse 21. It says this, Matthew 16, from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things in the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and be raised again the third day. But look at verse 22. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him. Boy, think about that. Rebuking uh, the Christ, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. And then the Lord looked at him, verse 23, but he turned and said, Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Boy, Peter Uh, is a good example there of verse 12 in 1 Corinthians 10. Wherefore, let him think that he stand and take heed lest he fall. One moment, the Lord's pat him on the back. Man, good job, Peter. You got it right this time. Amen. You get a smiley face on your test today. Amen. Good job, Peter. But just a few verses down, the Lord is rebuking him. And so uh, uh, that's why, again, you got to be careful. One moment, you could be the one being used of God, but don't let it go to your head don't think all of a sudden you think you're you're above uh, uh, other people. Well, if God if you see God blessing you and you see God's hand upon your life, you know what that should humble you more. That should make you more nervous, if you will, about uh, 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 about falling. Because as you get up and you begin to influence more people, when that happens, right, uh, that'll have a greater uh, impact on those around you. So always try to keep that humble and right spirit. When things happen, Peter was always speaking up and saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. But I can't get on to Peter because you know what? Sometimes I feel like Simon Stewart. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like like uh, Simon uh, 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 Stewart, and I I find myself uh, uh, doing doing the same thing. So I got to say, God. Guard my heart, guard, uh, guard my lips so I don't do what, what Peter did. Because you see that often. Oh, no, not me. No, I'll stick with you. And the Lord said, oh, you will, huh? Well, we're about to find out. You know, uh, it just seemed like whenever uh, uh, he got up and said something, then he got, uh, he got a test concerning that. So even a believer can have a weak moment. So we must always ask God to help us stay on guard. Now, uh, uh, as far as testing, right, he tests our faith. James 1, 2, and 3 says this Brother, encounter all joy when you find it into divers temptations, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Now, uh, don't rejoice if you fall or give in to temptation, but rejoice that, hey, uh, uh, if if uh, uh, a temptation came you your way and you overcame it, rejoice. Amen that you uh, won that victory and passed that test because Jesus endured temptation here on earth. He is there to help us in our time of temptation. And of course, uh, uh, we, we, we say we love the Lord. Well, the Lord says you do. Well, let's let's find out. So a lot of times God will allow a test in our life as a test of obedience. Genesis 22:1, right? Abraham, he believed God and was counted here for righteousness. But then, of course, then came that big test for him concerning, concerning uh, Isaac. God tests men to know the depth of their love and sincerity of their obedience. Words are easy. We can say we love God and then we obey him under all circumstances. But how, uh, how can this be unless it's proven uh, through a form of testing? Again, Peter, he, say, he was quick to say it, Right? Oh, no, Lord, Uh, others might, but I'll never forsake you. Boom, test comes, and he completely uh, uh, blows it. But remember, there's a big difference between uh, uh, Peter after Pentecost. So that shows us, right? uh, He was saved, but he needed the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank God we're saved, but it's once he was completely filled with the Spirit and controlled by the Spirit that he had the victory that he was getting the victories uh, among those temptations. A totally different man he said, Lord, I'm glad I'm saved, but God, I realize I need the power of the Spirit. Again, 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, he'll not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. God knows our load limit. Just like a truck has a load limit, he knows our load limit. He knows how much we can take how much pressure or strain we can withstand. And I know how we feel sometimes. Well, Lord, you must know something about me that I, I don't know. Because if it had been up to me, I'd have never picked up that load. Amen. I'd have never picked up that load that you allowed uh, in, in my life. But we again, we can trust him. God uh, allows our temptations, but sometimes he controls them. Sometimes he sets a time limit on them, if you will. Sometimes he controls uh, the timing uh, that He allows them in our life, and then He He guides us through it. The eye and counsel of the Lord watch over us each moment. Just like we uh, saw this morning, He preserves us. He keeps us. His eyes upon us, and He knows right when, Amen, to step in and give us that uh, give us that place of escape in that situation. And so uh, we need to, as we go through life, and say, Lord. Uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know what you're going to allow in my life, but Lord, please, dear God, help me to be sensitive to every situation that would come into my life this day. Now, sometimes we get tempted because we th- seek things we shouldn't seek, like worldly glory. Right, uh, uh, Balaam—that's what he was tempted with. Right? He said, "Hey, I'll give you—I'll give you a promotion." You know, hey, uh, I know we all want to uh, get promoted and we want to move ahead in our—in our. In our in our jobs, we should have ambition, but you know sometimes we even even when we have that opportunity, we need to pray. Well, hey, uh, I, um, I think of somebody uh, recently was telling me about some job opportunities they were given, and one of the jobs was a was a, a higher position that he was qualified for. He would have made money, but. Uh, he would have been uh, required to work on Sunday, and he he didn't want to work on Sunday, so he took uh, the lesser job because he got thinking. Well, really, uh, the reason I, I I came down here wasn't just to get a, a better position, but was to be able to spend more time with my family. And I was looking for a job uh, where I could uh, do that. So he 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 prayed about that. You know, uh, when I was in uh, when I was in Germany, and I worked part time on post. Uh, and I had I, uh, work. I worked at the PX, a different place I worked. You know, I tried to be a good worker. And many times they came in and they wanted to pr- uh, promote me. And I would turn down that promotion. I said, listen, I want to be the lowest guy in this place. I want to be the lowest guy in this place because I'm not here, right, to make a living off work at the PX. I just need this ID card uh, so the German government will stay off my back, <laughs> right? Uh, and so my focus is uh, uh, the ministry. I've had uh, other jobs where I got ha- get promoted where I could have made a-, a good amount of money. But I said, hey, uh, thank you for that. Uh, I'm just here to uh, for a specific pers- purpose, but I want my focus uh, to stay on uh, the ministry, but hey, it, but maybe uh, God wants you to have that promotion, and so you know, pray about it because he, you know He's doing something different in your life. But don't just automatically think, uh, take that right away. Say, hey, I appreciate that, and you offer me that, but I just want to take uh, some time to, uh, to pray, uh, pray about that and, uh, uh, and make sure that's what God wants, and it's not be- going to become a distraction in my life. But another way, uh, thing we have to be careful of is discouragement in our life. Again, even, even the, 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 the greatest saint can have times of discouragement. Think of Elijah. Man, one moment he's on Mount Carmel and he's calling down the fire of God and uh, he's, he's sending revival to Israel. And your boy, just a, a little bit, you read a few chapters over, what? He's in a cave and God's having to come by and say, man, what are you doing? What are you doing down here? And so we got to be careful about that. Psalm 42, them says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Again, uh, 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 d- d- discouragement. And so we got uh, uh, you know, try to try to be uh, uh, aware of that. We all have up and down moments, right? But again, we got to learn to, to uh, seek these. Notice the thing here. He was aware that he was discouraged. And so he said, Why are you cast down, O my soul? Amen. So Lord, help me to be uh, conscious when I'm getting down, when I'm getting my eyes off you, when I'm getting a little bit discouraged and being tempted the wrong way. Let me give you some thoughts here about different types of temptations. I'll quote these quickly. I'll give you a reference. I won't read all the verses. But again, of course, one is uh, uh, unbelief. And of course Job uh, when he when uh, he was he was being tempted or tested by God his own wife said to him curse God and uh, uh, die boy imagine how hard that must have been and then even uh, Jesus when uh, uh, Satan said to him about casting himself down all the temple hey is it not is it not written, written? but of course the Lord said hey uh, we're not supposed to tempt God uh, pride again Nebuchadnezzar is, he said, remember, he came out and said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built. Again, as I said this morning, no matter how much God uses you, remember, it was him that did it. You're saved. He did it. Uh, uh, maybe you were used in, in, in a great uh, a way in, in, in some type of ministry or in, in some type of work. Realize, listen, without him, we can do nothing. Which means, if anything was done, it was him, and he gets the praise and honor and glory for it. All right, and uh, uh, seeking uh, possessions, you know, uh, uh, Achan in Joshua. Remember, he got tempted by the by the gold, silver, and garments uh, by sex. Solomon. I mean, God gave him the wisdom. God made him king, and then uh, he was warned about letting uh, women turn his heart. But that's exactly. Uh, What happened? Money. Judas Iscariot uh, betrayed uh, Jesus for money and even false. Boy, this is a big one. False humility. I think that gets a lot of believers. False humility. Oh, I'm no good. I can't do anything. I can't sing. Believe me, that's not a false humility when I say that. That's just reality. Okay. (laughs) I'm sure I might have false humility somewhere else. Right. You know, and like I'm like one of my friends, he and I always joke, he'd always say, Stuart, you're not as humble as you think you are. And I'd say, that's OK. You're not as smart as you think you are. Uh, right. But, you know, uh, 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 t- a temptation and pride can even slip in in those areas. But what are the results of temptation? Well, of course, if we yield to it, then that gives a, a, a foothold uh, uh, in our life of sin. Right. And then it weakens and damages our Testimony. It weakens and damages our testimony. We need to remember the most important thing we have is our Christian testimony. If resisted, the Lord is glorified and the saint grows stronger. Amen. To resist other temptations and the person grows in faith, maturity and obedience and confirm. And this is what God wants. This is maybe why he allows uh, things in our life. Right. So that we can get the victory over him. And that help us to grow and become a mature Christian and shows that we're an obedient uh, uh, Christian. And then it confirms. Right. We say, Lord, I love you with all my heart. And that confirms that what you said is true. Amen. Because you chose him over that temptation. And I, uh, uh, that's why, again, you should you should pray, daily, Lord, I want the I want you to be the greatest thing I love in my life. Sure, the Bible says there, there there's joy in sin for a season. Hey, uh, that might be fun for a little while. Hey, that might be fun uh, for a, a day or two, but there's a price to pay after that that's not worth it. It doesn't matter how how much my flesh uh, might enjoy that or how much uh, I might appreciate this or that. I need to say, listen, uh, more more than my flesh loves that, I love Jesus. More, amen, than my heart desires that, I desire Jesus. More than I want that, amen, in, 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 in human reasoning, I want him to reign supreme in my life. That should be our desire, and so how do we get victory over temptation? Again, faithfulness to God. Right? Revelation three ten says, "I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation." That's a good verse to claim. We can rely on the faithfulness of God. He changeth not. First Corinthians one nine says this. Again, God is faithful by whom you were called under the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. Again, I, I I say it and I've been saying it almost my whole Christian life. You know, when you first get saved, they say, oh, you got to do this and you got to do that. and You got to do this. And, you know, uh, you you feel like that uh, 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 that guy on the cartoon. He's trying to hold something here and hold something there and hold something with his foot and feel like he's about to fall over. I said, man, I can't do all that. I'm not a good multitasker, man. I can't do all that. I got to narrow it down to one thing. And so years ago, I said, man, if I can only be faithful in one area of my Christian life, I want to be faithful to rest in the faithfulness of God. That's why I've emphasized that my whole Christian life. And what's gotten me through these years is that every time something comes my way, by the grace of God, I try to be faithful to rest in the faithfulness of God the faithfulness of God. And then also we have, we have the intercession of Christ. Again, we, we, we looked at Peter, right? When Peter, he, he got up and said, oh man, Lord, they might do that, but don't worry if nobody else is there, I'm going to be there. And then Lord said, oh, that's what you think. Well, you're going to blow it tonight. But then what did the Lord say? I've prayed for you. I've prayed for you. And so thank God that we have that assurance that he's interceding for us. And then of course, Fleeing youthful lust, and then of course, just resisting. James 4 7. You know, a lot of times we'll just say part of that verse resist the devil and he'll flee from you. But that's not where the verse starts. What's the first word in that verse? Submit. (laughs) That's where you get the power to resist, right? That's where you get the power to resist. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist (laughs) the devil. Boy, if you think you can resist the devil in your own power, boy, you're in trouble. Amen. But as I submit to God, amen, and uh, uh, get filled with his power, then I have the ability to resist the devil and then he will flee. Why? Not because he's scared of me, but he's greater as he that is in me than he that's in the world. But who's in me? That's what he's fleeing from. He's fleeing from the one uh, with within me. So, as we finish up here, temptations are again common to all men. So, uh, especially young people, when, when, when you uh, get tempted and you're fighting that thing, don't 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 let the devil get in your head and mess with your mind. Oh man, I've I've messed up, and man, I can't do anything right, and 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 God had never used me. Listen, everybody you see here, including me, amen. We all face things on a daily basis. Some days it's more, of course, some days it's more intense than others. And some situations are worse than others. But highlight that verse, common to all men. We all face it. Nobody escapes it. Every Christian must expect to be tempted, but praise God the possibility of victory and bringing glory to his name as we overcome it. Beware of yielding to sin, Right, the the fall is easy, and of course there's there uh, you can get over it. But sometimes, unfortunately, uh, there's scars. But be conscious uh, that thank God uh, when you do do it, there can be immediate restoration. Hey, we, we listen. We know the story about David. Thou art the man. But he's also the man in Psalm 51. Amen. He's also the man in Psalm 51 when he uh, poured his heart out and got things right with God. So thank God that we can uh, be restored and we confess and get that thing and plead the blood of Jesus Christ. So the reality is we all face temptations as stated in verse 13, but let's finish with verses 3 and 4. All right? I, I like this. We all face temptations, but we see uh, here in verses 3 and 4, I like what it says here and did all eat of that same spiritual meat. Hey, we may all get uh, tempted, but thank God we can all eat of the same spiritual meat, hey, amen. We all have the word of God. And did all drink the same spiritual drink. So listen, we all face the same things, but thank God we can all turn to the same thing to give victory. What did Jesus turn to? Jesus, when he was driven to the wilderness, he did not get victory over Satan because he was God. Right. Is that what got him victory over Satan? The fact that he was God? No. What did he use? The word of God. Right. All right. So listen, uh, uh, how do we get victory? The same way he said, listen, this book will get the job done. That's why it's so important. Right. To hide the word of God in our heart that we may not what sin against God What is sin? Give it in to temptation. And so they did all drink of the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. So don't don't get discouraged because we all face the temptation. Be encouraged because we all get to eat and drink from the same source, amen, and have the power we need to overcome and win in the time of temptation so hey uh, especially young people when the, when you when you face those things right uh, listen don't let the devil beat you over the head let the Lord strengthen your heart through his word and through his spirit and through the prayers of God and even through your prayers and uh, uh, the prayers of those that God has brought into your life uh, to help you let's pray.